0: So what was the saying? You said your friends say just do better. Just be better. Just be better. Just be better. Say so, guys, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to be better. Just it's be just better. not working out. No, no try harder. Just, be better. Just suck less.
1: Just be better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Just just, hey, just, just don't we, screw it up. Printed
1: right? on t shirts. It's gonna be a slogan. I I just be better.
0: That. We should do that. Yeah. We can retire. Yeah, I think I so. like it. Once we get these shirts printed.
1: Going to get them printed. People are going to adopt it. Just be better.
0: (laughs) All right. So, my new friend Panda, thanks for joining me on the podcast. We're on the Resolve podcast today. What is it, Friday? Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to the ladies and gentlemen in the audience.
1: Happy Friday to everyone in the audience and extra special happy Friday to you.
0: Yeah, man. So, we met, what, two weeks ago. And uh, I'm driving my boy to school on the motorcycle which was new territory for me, it was like, I think day one, uh, here in Bali, doing the school drop off on the motorcycle. So he's uh, all excited. And but I think a little bit nervous about school. And I look over and I see your kids in the school uniform, too. And I said, Hey, Carter, look, there's some uh, future classmates, some potential friends and believe it or not it worked out <laughs> and i said what's up to you yeah and you you uh said hello and i said where's that accent from and you said south africa
1: south africa and that was history and Your i have
0: wife was from south africa and that's right the conversation started
1: and then we had coffee and it turns out we both like espresso and we both had good conversation.
0: The more espresso we drank, the more <laughs> we talk you start talking about crypto and business and I'm getting all excited. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. So uh, that landed us here, man. So I appreciate you should being on and we'll we'll talk about your story and so you just moved here from South Africa. What's that, what's that all about?
1: Yeah, so we got here about it's actually officially four months ago. It's a part of family move, also part sabbatical for me, 22 years of business, a lot of priority on on that, and um, I know we're all on that quest for work-life balance, Oof. yeah, so I've been uh, actively trying to build a business that doesn't need me, and uh, I've tested it a few times, un- unsuccessfully, uh, and Four months in and so far so good. Uh, yeah. Business is operating without me and I'm getting to spend time with my family. I've done more school drop-offs and pickups in four months than I've done the rest of my life combined.
0: Well, in the, in the in what, so your nine years, right? Oh, so I more in the last years, four months yeah. than in the last yeah, eight, eight years. Yeah, my boy's eight, so,
1: yeah. But it's just because, uh, and on the scooter, something I also was a bit nervous Shh. of. We don't ride scooters in South Africa or motorbikes, or I don't. So that's, that was wrapping my head around that putting the kids on the scooter going. But that's the adventure of Bali. You're kind of out of your comfort zone. You're trying new things. And that's the experience that we signed up for. Yeah. And um, on the other side of it, it was also a sabbatical for me. Uh, 22 years of business and studies. I just thought, let's do something different. Um, South Africa's also got a bit of a, political edge at the moment and uh and uh, challenges. Some, some challenges with electricity and water and sewage issues so that also influenced the timing of it because
0: that's like all the fundamental utilities.
1: <laughs> <like laughs> yeah it's pretty it's uh it's you know what my simple analogy now because i'm still a huge South african patriot um even though i do call myself a south african greek because my parents are, are, are weren't born in south africa um but uh my simple analogy for, for South Africa is is it's like being in an abusive relationship.
0: <laughs>
1: you you absolutely adore the person and you always find reasons to to be in the relationship and there's so many good things that you're thankful for. Yeah. Um
0: that's a good analogy. Yeah.
1: But at the end of the day, it's a little bit abusive at the moment. So yeah. to spend some time and out. And it of may
0: not be the best thing for you, you know. You might need a break. Yeah, yeah. Look. Look, I can
1: tell you from health
0: wise, I didn't
1: realize there's a lot of stress that I've let go of being here uh-huh. um, and that I've appreciated here. I'm sleeping a lot better. Um, it's, yeah, so to, to come back to it, like, so why are we here? It's, it's also, there's also been some, 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 some losses in the family. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, my mother in law, who is an absolute amazing human being, uh, mm-hmm. she passed away early last year. After battling cancer for a while, and that also kind of was a trigger. We life's short, you know. We got to yeah, make, yeah. take adventures while we can. My kids are young; they're five and eight. Now's the time to try new things, and it's actually working out better than I hoped. Meeting cool people like yourself, and yeah. I've met some other people all over Europe and Sweden and Switzerland and Australia and UK, and 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 we don't get that diversity in South Africa. Um, there's a lot of the same. Yeah. So so to be in a expat community like this here in Bali is is something that I that I greatly appreciate and I think it's going to be good for my family and for for me and my wife
0: yeah and this place is cool it's uh I guess I didn't yet appreciate how much of a melting pot it is like I've met so many Europeans from different countries um people here for all different reasons studying maybe even studying remotely here for business here for a lot of people in the hospitality industry with the hotels. A lot of people that have been here for a long time, as well as a lot of new people. So there's just so much diversity. And there's people who, the people who have been here longer are, like, providing recommendations on how to navigate different parts of, of living in Indonesia. And then, you know, newer people are happy to, like, share their experience of, oh, yeah, I screwed that up last week. Here's what I learned. And, yeah, exactly. you know, this it's pretty cool. And it, it's different. From an experience that I had in Manila, not that that was bad, it's just, um, it's interestingly different, and it's neat how here in Bali that they, it's it's pretty well westernized, in my opinion, to the extent that, like, uh, they make sure that when people come here, they enjoy it, and things work as they should, such that they have a good experience and want to come back. Well,
1: an interesting stat about Bali that I think, why it is so good for everyone Bali, eighty percent of its GDP is tourism, mm-hmm. and Bali contributes to sixteen percent of the GDP of of mm. Indonesia.
0: Wow! Yeah, so then I bet there's nowhere near sixteen percent of the population comes n- from Bali. No way! I, th-
1: I think the c- population of Bali sits at less than four point two million of two hundred and seventy two million in Indonesia. Jeez! But it's a, I've, I'm guessing I think it was eat, love, pray. There's all these movies about it. It's still, uh-huh. still a, a spiritual and and uh adventure destination for, for for millions and millions of people each year and yeah uh, i know we we came here for our honeymoon 10 years ago and we fell in love with it and we've been oh really back ever since so i don't uh, know if you told me that no, maybe I you did, I did but no so we that's how we we fell in love with bali and that's why we chose to do adventure here yeah um uh, we could have done different places and maybe we should have and it's still a consideration that maybe we try other places after this um that would be That's interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. Well, I, well, recently we visited Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, and I, I, I wouldn't mind doing a city, for a, like a city destination for three to six months. Yeah. Man, I
0: read when we were initially sort of figuring out where was the best place for our family to base out of while I was active in the um, region for business – I read a whole bunch of articles, you know, and and there's so much out there, and they said that KL was like the number one destination for expats, and I was, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't actually
1: see too many expats there while we were there. Look, we're only there for a couple of nights, Um, but I also read up on it while I was there. It's the biggest tech community, and so Mm. they, they are gearing up to be a tech hub of the world. They're giving huge financial incentives to businesses and startups. To set up there interesting um, I think they also are trying to get a lot of investment for for people in crypto and blockchain and, yeah. and, and other tech services um, well and, and tech services and, and, and uh, audio telecommunications etc uh, now
0: I know why you want to go there because you like crypto so much I do like crypto a lot. <laughs> I like we'll get there yeah, yeah. oh man so four months out of <laughs> South Africa right now you don't have uh, like a fixed in day, in plan, it's just no, So, so the plan
1: is now head back to South Africa next next month. Uh, go check in on everyone, do my my touch bases with the businesses, visit friends and family. who I missed especially more over Christmas and New Year's, um, because that's probably the hardest part of being away, mm-hmm. as you know as well. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, then come back and figure it out from there. If I can continue to to. Uh, manage and grow the business from afar, uh, or the b- then I'm happy. And and the truth is, it is more and more possible nowadays. Yeah, I mean, with the video chats and the quality of of the meetings and the online platforms for 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 managing your your staff and their productivity is whether I do it there or here, it actually doesn't make a difference. The biggest challenge is is the time zone. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, so two o'clock for us, they're only
0: starting in South Africa eight o'clock.
1: It's not too bad. Yeah, it feels it feels bad because like you. you Easier you than know? the
0: US, maybe. Yeah.
1: well Yeah. So what's the difference there?
0: Um, thirteen to the east coast right now. It'll be twelve later in the year when what yeah, daylight yeah, savings saving. time goes away or whatever. Yeah, okay, that is a bit more challenging. Or maybe when it comes back, I don't even know. <laughs> Whichever way it works. Yeah, yeah. but it, uh, now it's thirteen. Then it'll go to twelve. But yeah, it's I mean it's significant. It's a, it's a pain in the butt sometimes, but. You know now uh, a, m- a great majority of our team is here in Asia, so I'm actually now. Whereas previously it was probably three people in the U.S. and nine people here. Now I'm part of the majority, so okay.
1: so it's actually becoming easier.
0: Yeah, I and think. What time zone so. are they
1: on? Is this for IGS? Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it works out. So I mean, people are spread between. Let's say, like maybe we have. I don't know. Maybe Thailand is the furthest west person, and Japan is the furthest east. So, it's a so proper global representation, it's a decent for the business, spread. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. opportunity in, in all these countries. Uh, not all, but <laughs> 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 or at least not opportunity that we are maybe currently addressing. But um, yeah, each each country, each culture has like pretty pretty unique dynamics, especially around like. Price sensitivity and um the 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 need and the urgency to be reliable so there's varying sort of like uptake of the technology but but i mean yeah there's there's clients in every country that that need what we do and and we can be pretty versatile to you know uh understanding what their biases are and, and addressing them appropriately
1: and is the intention of having representatives in that country to chip away at it to find the opportunities i mean is there a timeline how long people can sit in their country without without getting customers on board or is it
0: um yeah in a manner of speaking i i would say so i mean it's a business right we're here to make money we're not here to be busy so um for sure thankfully like for me when i did in the philippines things things went well you know and um with my my roles fairly regional as well as like most of uh, probably the guys on the team, so we don't just service one country. We move around a fair bit, um, so I mean, I have customers probably in like seven countries in APEC, something like that, and um, so yeah, it's it's not as if like it 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 needs to come together in Indonesia, but it also like needs to come together in some other places so it's yeah it's a little different
1: yeah well it's a a great sector to be in Ah,
0: yeah Yeah. um what uh well i mean do you miss south africa i bet you do such an epic place yeah so south africa for
1: me is is yeah i greatly miss it I mean, what I about
0: the kids? Have they and the wife adjusted everybody easily?
1: So the kids have adjusted the f- the fastest. I'm very shocked. They miss their friends and they miss their family on that side. Um, but interestingly enough, I think, I think for them that the, the, the trade off has just been so easy. They're getting more of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I don't know if it's sustainable like this forever. We're going to have to both apply ourselves and get back to business. Uh, probably end of Feb, March. Yeah and, um, but in the meantime, i mean the the quality of life waking up i mean when they're not at school, you know how these beaches are here in Sunday. you're out on the water mm-hmm. they're swimming and they're playing by themselves, you're on the beach they you they can walk and meet other kids, and they're hiding and playing hide and go seek and other games and and you're not you're not you just they're just having a good time outdoors, yeah. socializing you're renting little uh paddle boards and I don't know, just uh, for them, they've just adapted. Sport-wise, I mean, my son has never played soccer since he's been here. He's asking to play soccer. He's now doing lessons, and uh, I'm just shocked at the improvement I've seen in the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, the quality Uh, of the youth soccer here is really high. It's very high. (laughs) It's surprising. Yeah. Because I think that's the biggest sport, well, not only in the world, but also in the U.S., Yeah. But geez, the level is really high here. No. I wonder. I was trying to think last night. four and five night.
1: year olds that I think uh, should 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 have YouTube channels the way they boys go No are. doubt.
0: <laughs> it's it's hectic. We were at some games last night, and I was trying to think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should figure out whether the Indonesian national team, like I, I don't know of them, like winning the World Cup and being on the world stage that much. So I was trying to think why. Like, where does it drop off? Do they go to different countries to, to be successful I'm and sure, play on bigger teams? Or is it maybe the difficulty of, of living life in some of the rural areas over here? It's not necessarily the best uh, environment for cultivating, like, a super high-performance athlete. Yeah, it's probably a bit of both. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying to think about it. I'm watching these little kids play, and I'm like, geez, man, they probably play as good as kids twice their age in the U.S. And I think one of the teams was short, um, short manned. Like it was probably the under 12s or under 14s. And so some of the kids from the U eight team joined those guys. And I was like, what? I mean, these little tiny kids, but they got moves, man. And they're not afraid to challenge some of the bigger kids. It's it's pretty hectic. But I, I heard that they like live and breathe soccer, football, whatever we are calling it today. Um, you know, from a young age. Yeah. Like what,
1: South Africa is also quite soccer crazy. So there's a lot of kids with great, great abilities there also. But, yeah, somehow it just feels different, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just seeing the kids at school, I mean, as they arrive, there's always kids on the field playing. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is I love good. it. And I think that's what put the pressure on our boys to play. I don't know. Was yours playing before this?
0: Um, He was, and he wanted to play more. But with our crazy lives, like I, m- I missed a sign up or two, and so, yeah, he probably like over overcorrected. Like he's he's all about it because I missed probably the yeah. last season because the sign up was when we were here this summer doing like a test run, figuring out where we're gonna live.
1: Yeah. Are you guys still doing the full full practices? Are you doing everyday practice? Three, three a week. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Kind of. Now my boy's only an hour and a half a week for now.
0: Yeah. Yeah oh it's coming yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's hectic man yeah. so have you traveled a lot of uh bali yet uh Not hold as on far. hold on before we go any further let's uh, tell about the business in south africa because we mentioned the business a couple times okay so what does the business do how did you get into it okay so
1: i've got multiple businesses in south africa The the they're, they're core business that I'm referring to now is um, is uh, <laughs> thank you I must speak into the mic
0: you must speak into the mic for it uh, to sound good yeah, you, you can decide not to but it won't yeah, sound very good yeah.
1: So my core business is a company called FTS Safety Group it was actually a family business started in geez, I think it's 1989 I joined fresh out of school started as a driver helping my mum out and went to university so for a bit to not have to work then had to come back to the business. And in 2008, we rebranded because before that we only used to do safety shoes. And we tr- went into full head-to-toe safety equipment and workwear, safety training and consulting.
0: And uh, is it to local, like to one part of South Africa? Or is it all so, of South Africa? So we Africa? were
1: predominantly big contracts servicing the agricultural sector and municipalities uh, and export orders into as far as Botswana, Namibia, Zambia um, – so we oh, and we sent a couple of stuff through Mauritius, but I don't know where it went.
0: So agricultural, yeah. like big scale farming, big scale farm, uh, mainly the
1: sugar industry. Uh huh. Um, and then yeah, so that was the the the, the focus. And then we moved into training and consulting software solutions for managing uh, safety file implementation, etc. Um, yeah, so that's 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 the core business that takes probably or used to take eighty percent of my time. Then I've got other investments. I mean, I've been a, to be honest, I like to think of myself as a social entrepreneur. I love business. My hobby has been business. Mm-hmm. Other people are sport. Uh, I like technology and business, and 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 just applying myself to to get into a deep understanding of of the different processes and systems that make a good business or a good investment or a, something that's going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so so. Yeah, so then the other business that we're in is a company called the uh CBD business originally out of Australia, and um, that was going also very well. Uh, both of the businesses were affected very badly with um, COVID. Mm-hmm. So when when the lockdown happened, we were quite optimistic South Africa wouldn't be affected. We were like, eh, everything's going to carry on. <laughs> so like the yeah. rest of the world will get sick, we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, got that African blood. Yeah. Blue. yeah.
1: And we actually really did believe that. We were like, eh, this little flu virus isn't going to bother us. And so we probably went in a little bit premature, not cutting costs. And kind of when when they did close down, carried on paying full salaries, carried on paying rentals, everything. By month three, things started hurting. Uh Um, and, 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 And across all the businesses, we had to make some tough decisions. But interestingly enough, that's also kind of what got us here. Because when you're forced to... To reevaluate a business you can reprioritize so we 've actually now reprioritized the business to retail mm-hmm. so we've moved away from big contracts we're servicing a comp- uh, take a lot it 's similar to Amazon in South Africa selling online interesting yeah uh, we're doing um, a lot more sales direct to our customers through our website portal uh, and through the take a lot portal and um and we're also growing a lot directly in, tra- in training. So we're setting up training venues all over the c- all over the country. That's also quite a unique model, uh, being, like I said, a South African Greek. So we've got a really cool Greek community in, in South Africa, not as big as it used to be, but we've got all these different venues all over and a lot of them are sitting underutilized. Yeah. So I thought, okay, You mean in the Greek community? Yeah. So the Greek community has got what Greek community centers in, in like every town and uh-huh. every province. Okay. And um, and what happens is now is because the Greek community is so much smaller, not much is happening there, especially during weekdays. Uh-huh. So I like to ponder how to find win-win situations. Yeah, so, yeah. so instead of actually now growing and going and signing long leases for my own premises in these different areas, I've approached all these communities and I've said, okay, cool. I'm entering a month-to-month lease or as we, when we need the venue. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're offering training at all these venues. And, like and now the money's going back to help service those communities, to help them maintain and upkeep those facilities. And those facilities are used for our Greek national days, the the church celebrations, and yeah, all those yeah. kind of things. So it's also important. It helps keep Greeks, Greek outside of Greece. And that's a little, it's getting harder and harder. So I'm technically second generation. Uh-huh. And I'm battling to keep my kids speaking Greek. I mean, I still try and talk to them every morning and I think they understand a bit, but it's hard because my wife's not Greek. Yeah. So, And we're not spending t- as much time in Greece anymore. I think I've been once in the last eight years. Yeah. Um, but I still love that identity. I like, I like them knowing that. I like them knowing that the food, we can track both my parents to the 1700s, my mom in, in Cyprus and my dad in Greece, his family, we've got family trees, both sides back to that. That's wow. Yeah, it is really cool. And, um, yeah, so I want them to maintain that. Um, and so anyway, so that's one little, like a love project, I should say that we managed to turn into a a win-win. Yeah. So the communities are getting that. And, and and I like that whole collaborative thinking. That's like, like I said, you're thinking about business differently now. And I think there's a big move towards that where, where it's not just about money. I mean, this move that I'm doing is not a money move. I'm definitely not banking, (laughs) banking anything at all uh, for this experience that I'm having with my family. Um, but I, I I just believe that this world has so much abundance at the moment. Yeah, and I think we are kind of trained to to think that there's not enough. So we're all thinking we have to accumulate more and more and worry about tomorrow all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that we've actually entered a stage of. I like to actually think of it as a shift between the information, the industrial age. I think we're officially in the information age. Uh, even more so now with all this AI tech that's coming out. And I think the changes of that are going to be huge in terms of the, the things they're going to solve in terms of food production and and, and the movement of data and, and management of money and all of that. So I think we're going to be in a, well, my bet is, and I hope I'm right, is that we're going to enter an era of, of abundance and those of us who are prepared to 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 capitalize on it will capitalize by having enough to live a very comfortable life and a lot of free time to enjoy it.
0: And outside of crypto, what are you talking about in terms of being prepared for it? And maybe if you could specifically relate it to food, because I don't understand how the Internet of Things helps with the food issue.
1: Okay, well, okay, so that's a great one. Okay, so as I look at this, so there's a whole lot of issues now with food production, genetically modified food. So (coughs) food originally was produced genetically modified to make more money, right? Right. So and so in
0: terms of fertilizers, so you okay, or, or sorry, f- yeah, okay. pesticides, so you lose less crops or what? Okay, let's
1: look at that. Yes. Okay. Pesticides.
0: It's pesticides is one great example. I was thinking
1: specifically around genetically modified. So they modified oranges, for example, to give oh, you yeah. to give you the perfect orange and to put lots of oranges on a tree and they will stay ripe uh, for longer and they <laughs> won't bruise, et cetera. But except what they did is they actually didn't take into account the nutritional value. And if you look into this, and I'm sure I'm not 100% accurate, but if I remember correctly, I think an orange in the 1970s had like 1,200 milligrams of vitamin C, which was more than your daily allowance. Okay. Now you would need to eat 10 oranges with <laughs> the same vitamin C content. Okay. And the sugar content is so much higher that it would probably be bad for you. Yeah. All right. So basically what's happening now, people don't realize, is the AI computing powers is modifications and algorithms and solutions that people would try and process 30 years ago 20 years ago or that would take teams hundreds of hours thousands of hours to calculate these things are going to be able to solve be solved probably in hours or days Mm -hmm. Um, which means that we're going to see huge advancements in food production for example in short short amounts of time yeah, yeah so now you might get a Really great quality orange. It does have all the vitamin content, nutrition that you need, and it might also have uh, less sugar. So, yeah.
0: if I understand correctly, you're saying like we've just scratched the surface of seeing the capabilities of the GMO stuff, and now with AI feeding the what we've learned back into like the machine and the algorithms and the AI. Like, a lot of the, like, we're going to go from good to excellent, like, in, in the sense of, like, let's say, um, streamlining out the extremes of, like, the vitamin C and the sugar and such. Like, engineer that out. Like, what we've learned over the last 10 years, maybe over the next one year, we're going to learn significantly more is your bet. Right. My bet
1: is is that we're gonna make better decisions. We're gonna be better. Okay, like we started this podcast, we are going to be better. Humanity is going to be better. We are better equipped because of the information age. Uh-huh. Okay. So I look at it now. I mean, I'm because con- I got more time now. I'm now following a whole lot of parenting um, uh, channels on on Instagram and YouTube and all that. Something I wasn't interested in several months ago. I mean, I cared, but I didn't think. But there's now so much content. I'm now getting tips on how to handle it, and I'm going, "Oh, jeez, I actually normally get angry there." Yeah. Okay. Then I'm reacting, and then my boy and my girl are reacting to me getting angry instead of de-escalating the situation. Sure. Like I'm still making the mistake. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But but I'm aware of it now. Okay. Now I'm trying to make better decisions. Where now when I catch myself getting angry, I'm like, "Oh, it's not about me." Yeah. The kid's having a tantrum. Let the kid relax. Get him in a better state of mind. Take a breath. Let's go walk outside. When you're ready to calm down, we'll talk about it. And I've. And, I'm, and that's because there's so much information now that if we choose to apply ourselves, we can better ourselves in so many situations. And uh, that's why I say the move from the industrial age, for me, the industrial age was significance of material things and wealth accumulation.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: The information age for me is the accumulation of s- self-awareness mm-hmm. and self-improvement. However, I believe that the the principles and the uh, the foundations, I should say, that, that we built on on the industrial age, are there. You can't take them away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are going to have abundance. And uh, the food was a, an example, but actually, there's better examples. So, another example just might be. oh, Okay, this is my example. Okay, you can't. I'm a bit of a, a weirdo when it comes to these things. I think about these things a lot. So don't don't quote me on this. But I believe. Abundance even in terms of of money, right? I, d- I don't think it's going to be long until we see a... And I think it will happen in our lifetime, at least in some countries, where you'll see a, a living wage wage for everyone. Okay. Okay. So there's, there's a book called um, Utopia for Realists. Uh-huh. It made a big impression on me. And, and, and in a nutshell, everyone assumes that if you give someone a living wage, they're going to do nothing and become yeah. lazy and just drink and have fun and party, right? Right. And that's what the capitalists and the industrial age have taught us. Okay, if you get something for free, you don't deserve it, you gonna squander appreciate it, it, and yeah. you're going to be useless. But what they've actually found is that it's something called scarcity mentality. So those in poverty, they can't take believe that they will be better because if I've only got – I'll speak in dollars. If I've only got $100 and I've got to feed my family for the month and you tell me, hey, listen, I'm going to send you on a free course – you just got to come to my office for one week. Okay. And at the end of the course, you're going to have a certificate and that certificate may help you get employed.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: So you're going to tell the guy, you can give him the invite, you're going to invite him and he's going to go, okay, cool. Now you get to come. Then the guy doesn't rock up. And what do we got? see we Try to give him an opportunity and he didn't take it. You know, that's the problem with, with those kind of people. They just don't want to help themselves on the converse of that. That person is thinking, I've only got a hundred dollars. If I have to go there every day for a week, I'm going to have to spend $60 on transport, so much on lunch. I'm not going to have money to feed my family. I yeah. don't believe at the end of that 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 certificate is going to help me be employed because my father tried, my brother tried, my sister tried, my cousins tried, and they never got out of it. Okay. What they found is that when you give someone a living wage and they did studies in the UK and, and and there's a whole lot of examples, even in the with the the Indians in, um, in America, by the way, that's actually that's the best example. They gave everyone X amount allowance per month. And what they found is in one generation, they went from alcoholics and no one f- getting into college and getting degrees. By the end of it, they almost had 100% pass rate, everyone getting degrees. And what they found is that when people actually have enough, they know that, okay, cool, I can actually make a decision and follow through because I know there's enough coming from it. Um, they make better decisions and you get better people. Uh-huh. And then the con- counter, counter of that is that, now this is not from the book, but this is my thinking, is that when you've got money in the system, people can be entrepreneurial and they can create more more value uh-huh. and then you get you actually increase the value of the economy because now and this is the great thing you give of the i think how many million there's like a 1.6 billion people in africa i think that aren't connected
0: okay imagine now you're saying to like a mobile device yeah yeah or internet completely okay ever okay all right, all right. 1.6 billion whatever quote, whatever quote, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, a, whatever. A, sh- a fucking shitload yeah, of people yeah a lot of people yeah.
1: so and i think i actually do think this is what they're working on already i mean that's the whole reason why is facebook and starlink elon musk trying to yep. connect the world because they've realized this and this is maybe probably how the the how the um, the living wage will probably go down Not, it probably won't be in the format that i was thinking I, i'm thinking aloud yeah mm-hmm. it's probably going to be in the form of i'm going to give you internet connectivity in africa right but Ed, if you want to get connected to my internet, I'm going to give you this phone for free. The only deal is, is that you have to connect to my device. You have to register yourself so I know who you are. Okay. Okay. And in exchange for that, you're going to get the phone for free. And you're going to have to use my banking wallet, my app, my banking app. Okay. And you're going to use my services on this phone because it's locked to me. Okay. But now you've got free internet. you got access to YouTube, access to email, access to everything. But essentially now I own all your data. And I know that as you start transacting, because now, and this is where crypto is going to come in, I'm going to give you a free wallet, okay? Now, that wallet literally costs you nothing to operate, where banks cannot trade in that sector currently because the minimum cost of a bank account is higher than what they deposit in the bank account. So the fees are not affordable for a bank to service those low LSM groups. Yeah. So now they're going to be locked in. You're going to get your free phone, your data, and all that. And now, as soon as you put money in that bank account, I'm going to go, hey, buddy, you can't you don't have insurance now, but since I've got your location, I know who you are. Take a photo of all your assets, all your, which is not much, maybe on the in a village at the top of a mountain in Kenya. Take a photo of your livestock, this and this and that. And I'm going to ping your phone once a month and you just take a photo of it with the geotag, make sure your location's on. And for $1 a month, I'm going to insure your 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 values, valuables. Yeah. yeah. Now suddenly, because that's probably one of the biggest problems in Africa and third world countries is that, Poor people can't afford insurance, so when a flood comes and takes everything, they start from zero again. Mm-hmm. Okay? We don't think about that. This is what blockchain and technology is also going to like unlock. That's why I talk about. I about mean, that it. makes
0: sense. Like yeah. the the way you connected it all. That because he would have already built the infrastructure, i.e., like sent all the satellites up. He does have a paying population. Yeah. I, I don't think he's an evil genius. I think he's awesome, no, <laughs> but I, 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 but I, I, like that, what yeah. you what you said makes sense because what so many people say is like Google, uh, Facebook, whoever has it's it's a data game, and and what I, when people say you didn't realize that you are the commodity in all these like internet things like that, that's striking. Look, that's know?
1: that's also changing. So China has now change their legislation. I mean, they made it very difficult for big business, Microsoft, Google, um, Amazon, t- to play un- with the unfair advantage. So essentially, they, now they've said, "No, nah, you can't use that data. If, okay, so you cannot mm-hmm. collect that data. So it's essentially now what they're doing, and I think it's very clever, they're creating a space now because what had happened, the divide between big and, and, and innovative startups got so big that if you made any, any headway whatsoever, you just got bought out. And they're just sucked into the vacuum of the bigger businesses. Like, by, by limiting that ability for them to do that, now they, you're going to foster innovation because other people can go, well, actually, this is worthwhile for me to do this.
0: Yeah. Okay? But
1: to get to Harp on my point, and I, and I reserve my right to change my opinion on this <laughs> because,
0: but I. <laughs> I That's I, not allowed. This I is, I d- is my podcast. <laughs> I, do,
1: <laughs> I do fundamentally believe that there is a cultural mind shift change. And I think it largely got to do maybe because we didn't experience the World War I and Two, so we haven't had that that loss that possibly our parents or our grandparents had where they yeah. literally had nothing. Yep. Um, so, th- I mean, growing up, my dad would just to say to me, first comes money, because without money you can't do anything else, then comes family and friends and everything else. Okay. Uh, because he, as much as he he really did put us first, but he was like, if you don't have money, you can't feed your
0: family, and then you can't yeah, put yeah. anyone first. He just built into yeah, your okay? DNA the, the criticality. Yeah,
1: yeah okay. Whereas... Because I've, I've grown up always having.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't see it like that because my assumption is I'm always going to have. And maybe Well, that
0: sounds th- like it ties back to what you were saying the, uh, with the universal basic income piece. Like It sounds like the white privilege thing like, it, that people suggest is when you have um, means, then you have the opportunity to take risks. 100%. But it's more than that.
1: Even, like, I mean, no, you look at that guy. I've forgotten his name. You know that song... Um, it's, it's trending at the moment. Uh, da, 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 da. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for yeah, rain. Yeah. Thank I you for know, but I Thank could you never for fucking paying. Tell you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. But now that's a beautiful story of the power of social media and the information age. This guy recorded that seven years ago, whatever it was. Someone came across it, used it on a on a Instagram or YouTube. I don't know where it where, where it's on started. a reel, Fire, right? On a reel. Yeah. Now this kid is signing a record deal.
0: Is that the one where they have like kids in Africa dancing to yeah, it? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I think I used that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So I like that. I
1: look at this, and and that's what I mean. The information age is unlocking potential and stuff that other people just can't see. Okay, and it's and it's probably benef- It's benefiting everyone. Like I mean, I mean, how many people have you been to Chund- uh, to Changu and Kuta? I mean, every si- every single person's an influencer or uh,
0: yeah.
1: Okay? and they're doing content and stuff like that. But there's so many of them that are actually they might not be making lots of money, but they in their 20s, they're traveling the world yeah. and they are subsidizing it by creating content on social media. I mean, that's yeah. foreign to me. I, I mean, I'm not
0: th- much older. I think it's cool, but yeah, I think it's confusing. And it kind of like in the sense of what you've been talking about, like uh, there's, there's interesting opportunity that's now available that wasn't previously available, but we're going to like totally... Mess it up, and like some people aren't going to understand how to manage whatever the result of that opportunity is. Some people may may uh, you know essentially like blow it and and leave opportunity on the table. But then we're going to learn from it, and then it's going to create a, a whole next situation to experience and learn from. Exactly,
1: and and well, like I can tell you. So why I was drawn to you when you told me about the podcast and we were chatting when we are at uh, the glass house having our coffee. I mean, I was like, so it's been on my mind. So I'm the old generation where I I honestly thought, and I'm not that I'm that old, 41, but
0: I honestly thought. That's pretty old. No, I'm joking. Just give me
1: shit. 40 years, 41 years young, I like to say. Okay, so I honestly thought, and I still kind of feel, I have to, I probably delete 80% of the posts I start to make because I feel like it's like, I almost feel like, why do I, am I showing off by putting where I'm going and what yeah. I'm doing and all of that and sharing? Well, my I also thoughts.
0: feel like in, in um, the years when we were learning how to participate in the internet there was so much around don't say anything unless you want it to be on the front page news there we go and so it's like oh no do i want that to live forever exactly. and now people put like but now they just post everything oh, i'm this going to get thought. ice cream yeah I broke my toenail look yeah. at my toenail <laughs> somebody bent my couch with a cigarette my boyfriend's feed stink yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I, I and so that comes a bit foreign to me but the reality is it's a whole new it's a whole new platform of of earning an income and living and living a, a fulfilled life yeah um and I try and I try not to think of it as as a, just a, a, a f, like a waning phase or whatever. I think it's actually here to stay, and I think there's going to be versions of this forever. Like, well, like, oh,
0: hang on, but I think too there always have been versions of it, and, the, and that's why they'll continue because if you can create something that other people get value from, that that's just fucking business. Well, yeah, but and right now it is like entertainment, right? So. Well, no, no. If, you're the fundament- if you if you create a safety training that someone needs to be successful in their job or not fucking killing themselves working on their own farm, then that's value. So they'll trade something for you to give them that value. And it's like the same thing. They'll give it, you their it attention. Is, but and the and difference
1: was before. In the industrial age, I would create the product. I would then go take it to the company. They would then probably draft their requirements, put it out on tender. Get uh-huh. 10 companies to tender for it. Okay? Choose either the one who paid the biggest bribe, depending where you are, <laughs> I'm, j- I'm joking, okay, or, um, or gave you the best price, okay, and then you move forward accordingly. What's happening in this information age is that you're putting out your content to the world. Essentially, I mean, I can't remember the exact statistic, but I think if you can find something like, like 10,000 super fans, or 1,000 super fans, okay, and you, you, can, actually, you can actually do well out of that, mm-hmm. okay. I, I'm I actually you'd probably know more about this than me. I mean, that's why. I mean, uh, starting a podcast, sharing ideas. If you can find and attract out of the how many billion people that are on on social media, if you can resonate with those people to the point that they like, I want to hear you talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I want to hear more, and then you can get 500, 1, 000, 2, 000, five hundred, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, and then then you start. I don't know, hey guys, I'm I'm doing a a, a meetup in Sunur this week. If anyone wants to come through, this is it. We're going to be doing this on this day, that on that day, exploring the opportunities in crypto on that day and discussing GMO foods and how to make it better with AI and whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then now people are monetizing it so like I follow a couple of people so I'm currently into Wim Hof breathing techniques yeah, yeah. and the ice bath a big
0: big popular yeah. guy yeah
1: yeah I'm starting the and I've been doing that on and off for quite a while now but with a lot more focus since I've been here um, I'm also doing a, like my version of calisthenics I'm trying to get into handstands and pill-ups and push-ups and yeah yeah um, and Again, it's, it's so easy to do now, whereas before it was a mission, I've started following a couple of people, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos, and every day I'm getting drip-affected with tips and improvements on how to do things, and
0: uh-huh. and not
1: staying in my in my conscious, and I'm like, ah, oh, just I need to do that today. Um, yeah, so it's...
0: I uh, guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm going around in well, th- circles. I mean, no, 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 but I think that's... Uh, like like the value people connect the value because previously it was a non-starter you try to do it on your own you feel like you're alone you get discouraged and and it dissipates right but now you see all these stories like oh this fat guy started and he kept at it for eight months and consistency's key and boom he's a skinny guy and you're like all of a sudden you can see yourself as that guy or having that effect right or or the same, like you see the Bezos in his garage and Elon Musk sleeping at the company and things like this. And like, oh, oh, okay. And I don't have shit for a workspace, but I could spray paint Amazon on a border in my garage and, you know, yeah, maybe so. one day I can be the richest dude on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I think that social media like connects that and like, uh, I mean, you know. I guess other people did in other ways previously, like I've been big on mentors. And I think we talked about that the other day. So like, I'll, I'll grab somebody and be like, hey, man, you really did it. Like, can you talk to me about that? But other people, uh, up to, I mean, it, it like opens those stories to a lot bigger audiences and followers and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's interesting. Um, how that, do you think all that ties to crypto? Because you're, uh, you're, you're nuts on crypto, let's see. I yeah. don't mean nuts negative, no, you're no, no, just no, no, really no. into so, it.
1: So I was one of the... I had a different introduction to crypto and maybe that's changed my perspective on it. So I learned about blockchain first and had no clue about Bitcoin. Can or you Ethereum. put this
0: in plain English too? Because okay. um, uh, well. I know some of it, but mm, maybe not much. But okay. I think okay. there's other people that I understand right. less so than me. Look,
1: I wouldn't go to God... I'm a I'm a blockchain and crypto enthusiast, right? So I've been involved since 2017 officially. I started reading up about blockchain probably a little bit before that. I read the book um I read the book by um I've had a blank now, The Fourth Industrial Revolution by Klaus Schwab. Oh, okay. And he touched on it in there. Great book by the way, written in 2014 and I only read it in 2016 and a lot of what he said is happening. A big influence on my thinking. Um even though I'm not a huge fan of the World Economic Forum, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> okay. But, um, so, he touched on it there. So, when I started under researching it, essentially, blockchain, what I believe, is, is going to be the upgrade of the economic system. So, blockchain is essentially a algorithm, predefined, and this is not the proper definition, but this is how I can explain it, a predefined algorithmic solution, okay, to store verified data, okay?
0: Where, what is verified data? Can now you define that? Okay, so verified data
1: means that it's it, it will verify that whatever's put in there, when it was put in there, what is 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 what it was put in at that time. Okay, so so for example, if I want to send uh, food and I want to verify that the 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 cocoa beans coming from Bali didn't have child labour. Right, essentially, mm-hmm. look, you could do, you don't actually necessarily need blockchain for this, but let's just use blockchain as an example. I could have a process where, all right, we say that two of the staff who have access to, um, this is probably a really bad example, but anyway, they're <laughs> going to use it on a phone, they're going to walk and do an inspection once a day and make sure there's no child labor there and that they're not using any pesticides, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, they're going to go, and once they do it, they're going to take a couple of photos, tag, 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 verify, I'm um, this person, I'm um, whatever the oracle or whatever my name is, and I, I verify this is true, he verifies, it's true, it's done, timestamp, boom, goes through. Then it goes, who's going to collect it? So when the truck driver comes to collect it, he verifies, puts it in. Then he goes to the depot where they wash it, whatever, whatever they do there packet it, dirt and it gets transported who did it get transported with was that clean energy blah 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 until it makes it on the shelf and suddenly when you get it on your shelf you scan that qr code and it's got the full history of what happened there and okay it's verified as accurate so now you can get that box and go ah that box came from there it was delivered by this person etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's what i mean by verify but there's other simple better explanation might just be uh imagine now this is what i also think of again for africa because I think with 50% unemployment in South Africa and possibly worse in other African countries, until they figure out how to help make uh, third-world countries innovative, governments are not going to solve the problem. It has yeah. to be solved from the bottom up. So this kind of technology, imagine, I like to say...
0: Hang Karen? on, when you say it has to be solved from the bottom up, do you mean it has to be available for the bottom to, to get involved? and in yes and yes. and then they scale access it.
1: and then just leave ingenuity of people because people are naturally engineered they've got innovation uh, yeah it's I built like into that. our dna i think that's perfect okay so give me give someone the tools especially especially someone who has not okay and give them the belief that they can achieve it or we'll give them they curious the curious ones will will make it happen mm-hmm. okay and especially if they've got access to information because now on YouTube, I mean, you can look up anything. No, it's no ridiculous. Excuse. I feel a lot of it's pressure.
0: Fantastic. I feel
1: a lot of pressure because of it.
0: I feel if like you're not getting better? No,
1: yeah, because we've got no excuse anymore. Yeah, because yeah. If you want to learn about anything, you've, you've got yeah. best information available to you. There's no excuse. I
0: like that. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah,
1: but there's another side to that. And that's another reason for being in Bali is also learning to let go and knowing that you don't always have to be pushing the envelope you yes, you yes, you do. You yeah, uh, always have to be accumulating. Yes, you do. Not accumulating, but
0: getting better.
1: Yeah, yeah, a better, but, but there's a definition of what is better. Yeah. Is better more wealth, is better healthier, is better more free time, is better more money in the bank account. That's a whole different debate. Or
0: more Bitcoin in the bank account. More, more,
1: more Satoshis, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> going back to that. So,
1: so blockchain basically means trustless. It, 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 what it eventually will solve is like, so imagine now, uh, at... Like for a trading platform. So currently we've got centralized trading platforms, like now what happened with FTX. Okay. Now the the reality of that is even though FTX was an approved entity in the US, nobody was actually verifying that they had the funds and they had misappropriated the funds and they were actually using clients' money to invest and prop up their share price and created this whole
0: false... Let me ask you another question on that. So... I'm not actually familiar with FTX is. I know of the whole like fucking craziness, but are they a platform like Coinbase is a platform? Yes, they were. And who are the other platforms?
1: Coinbase, Binance. Robinhood. Mm. Robinhood. I think they're doing a bit of crypto now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So like these type of people, FTX was one of, one of them. Okay. So, so what happens is
1: People would assume that that because it's government regulated, it's 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 safe.
0: FTX was, yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. there was also some fuckery there too. Yeah, of right? course,
1: but but that's the end of the day because people are naturally greedy. Okay, uh-huh. and 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 uh, and when people have to choose between going bankrupt, a lot of people like I uh, like I can't remember what what association he was on, but anyway. So Sam Bankman-Fried, basically, I th- if I try and empathize with him, he was probably in a situation where he really believed that what he was doing was going to be great for the world probably got in a bit of financial problems. I thought, eh, we'll just manipulate this document once. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then he thought, thinking that the price was going to go up. And the next year it got worth, or month or whatever the story was. And the next time he did it again and again and again until eventually the rug got pulled out from under, from mm-hmm. under them. So if you're doing this on a blockchain, you would predefine the rules. And, and again, the, I'm not an expert on this, but a system, the system would be regulated to say, hey, if X is not achieved, you can't do Y. Okay, and the okay. system will just be like the system says no, you can't proceed. Okay, so what eventually will happen is a lot of our economic solutions will be replaced by predefined algorithms. Okay,
0: so data that you can't skew, that you, like a verified, so you will know this is what the answer If
1: is. the system, like we use our phones, I don't know how my, my, my Samsung sends a message and my WhatsApp will work on my Telegram to phone people. I actually have no clue how it works. Yeah, and guess what? We don't think about it, right?
0: Never, never. It's just okay. this magic thing, like electricity. I flip the switch and it just happens. There we go. Right. I'm joking. I yeah. say that to yeah. people because I'm in the energy industry. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's the difference. So, for example, good example when they first put electricity and it was all everyone spoke about. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, this how it works and cables and this and. And, and, then, and, then, it and it then it became whatever. This is what happened. And that innovative disappeared. That's what's going to eventually happen when, when blockchain replaces this economic system. It's just going to work in the background. And I'm going to know that, hey, let's say you base, you go back to Houston. I'm back in Durban. We want to do business, okay? Uh, we're going to log on through the portal. Maybe it's through Apple because Apple creates their one and we're both on their network. Or maybe it's Samsung or maybe it's Cardano or Ethereum, whatever. Uh-huh. We're going to opt in on a system where we've verified who we are, what we do. And I'm verified that I sell safety products and I'm manufacturing overalls, et cetera. And... Um, and let's say you want to buy them. There's probably going to be an insurance on there. It's, that it's going to verify you as a buyer that you're going to pay me and it'll lock your funds in. It's going to verify me. It'll probably have to be shipped through a specific shipper who's going to verify the quality that it comes to you okay mm-hmm. once we define that principle and do that digital contract boom and then then all the real world variables have to meet so i have to get it to that that place where the inspection is going to be done then they're going to pack it and then they're going to ship it and it's going to get verified it landed at the durban harbor then it's going to be packed in that ship and you're going to be notified then it's going to arrive at your inspection people are going to check it and say cool it is arrived as per as per the contract Then it's going to get delivered to you and as they push deliver the funds that you had in your contract are going to come to me okay mm-hmm. There'll probably be an insurance behind that so that if I, f- I make a mistake, you will get paid, you will get reimbursed with some extra and yeah. I will have to pay uh, hey, your premium on the insurance yeah. or whatever. And yeah. or I will lose a score. Uh-huh. So maybe just like an Uber driver, okay. I might lose a score. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, next time somebody wants to do a thing, they go, oof, he's not a 10 out of 10, he's a 9 out of 10. I've got to be mm-hmm. careful. Okay. Again, making these things yeah. up. I'm not entirely no, sure if no, that's no, exactly good. how it's going to work. No, no, good. I'm just weird. like, but it's what what all... Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is there's just a lot of opportunity to be unlocked. I mean, I was also reading about now about automated market makers. Okay. So essentially what automotive? they're saying... Automa- automatic mart- market
0: makers. Market makers. Market makers or predictive market makers. Say that makers. 10 times fast. Yeah, I can't. I
1: can't. So the gist of it is this. So like in a market currently now, there's a big... People can manipulate the markets between two markets. Let's say you're selling me steel and I've got price. I've got, I'm buying steel because I want to speculate that the steel price is going to go up. Okay. I've got storage, whatever. I buy a container of steel. I put it into my storage. Price goes up. I put it back on the market. I sell it. Cool. I just made my 10%. But as people are trading, there's people who actually have extra information or bigger resources and they can actually manipulate it. Okay. So, and that happens in cryptos, in all uh, markets where there's big variances. Okay. And where big players—that's how they continue to stay big. Because mm-hmm. once, same as like Google and Amazon, once you've got all the information, it's easy to manipulate the market. You can short stock. You can, sh- you can, you know, you can do lots of things to make to make more, and that just gives you a co- more bigger advantage. They're going to be automated, um, uh, uh, again, also probably blockchain-based trading platforms, which are probably going to. Build in certain where people might get compensated on one side and people might pay in on the other side to have access to data to to ultimately make it more fair for everyone, where everyone will end up making more, so yeah, instead of one person making a lot and another one losing everything, everyone will make a more fair amount. The person who who who's better will still make more, but the person who's worse won't lose everything okay okay. Uh, yeah, I might be going a bit too deep, eh? No, no, no,
0: it's good, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, okay. I think.
1: So, again, basically, AR and, 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 and blockchain, I just, I'm not entirely sure how yet, I haven't connected all the dots, I'm still yeah. an enthusiast, I'm still learning, I'm still reading up on this, but I just think there's gonna be, there will be huge fundamental shifts in, in our lifestyles and the way we work and the way we play and the way we earn and the way we uh, spend our time.
0: Related to Bitcoin. What is the blockchain uses outside of crypto?
1: So there's, I mean, there's quite a few. So, I mean, so one of the things that I'm reading up in, and there's a big space, is people are looking at the fashion industry. Uh-huh. So I didn't realize this, but like...
0: Well, hang on. The, what, the example that you made about you're sending something from Durban to Houston, and it's being verified along the way, that's blockchain, that's not crypto-related, exactly. or what?
1: So they're actually the same thing. So essentially, I, I like to define it like this blockchain is the technology behind it that is that it might be a bit of an overkill because you can probably solve it a lot of it with other platforms with other methodologies now
0: yeah but not at scale uh,
1: but not decentralized and at scale okay? okay so here's the big difference I don't believe I don't I'm a purist where I think the whole point of blockchain is to be decentralized to have it away from governments okay, okay. so
0: and when you say it you mean the, the trackability traceability the, no, information no, the
1: the processing power must be, um, must be free of, of influence by a single entity, whether it be a government, whether it be a company, whether it be an individual, okay?
0: But, so d- holding on. Data is free of government. Is that pretty, yes,
1: it is. Essentially, it's, it's data, but a decentralized platform, for example, I, I'm a big fan of Cardano, which is Ada, okay? So, they are building a platform where I think they've got something like Like a thousands of nodes now. So you cannot turn it off. Same as Ethereum, same as Bitcoin now. So even if governments like now, China tried, Russia's tried, you you can't beat Bitcoin anymore because, I mean, I've got a little miner running in South Africa, okay? So as long as somebody's got a computer on that's dedicating its resources to verify transactions. So if I send you Bitcoin now, I'll go into my wallet. I'm going to send you some Bitcoin. I send it to you. Essentially what happens, it sends out a whole lot of signals going, hey, depending on the amount, it might be it needs to be verified by 10, 10, 10 computers. And it goes, hey, guys, verify this transaction. Verify that this address has got the funds to send and that this address has a working wallet to receive the funds, okay? And once you see it and that, that the, 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 the crypto code, that's where crypto comes from, from cryptology, the, the codes are matched so it's not, it's not not it's not fake. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or more manipulated then verify it boom when i get 10 computers to verify it so i might send it out to a thousand but other ones are busy processing something else when 10 computers go boop, yes i'm happy each of those computers those nodes get rewarded for being participating in the system so they mm-hmm. get a little kickback okay and the then the transaction gets approved and it reflects in your account well, that makes sense okay there's no that's how
0: that mining shit works yeah that's
1: how the mining works okay
0: okay because it geez when you think about it in the traditional use of the word mining it's a that's where I was like lost before. Yeah. I was like, "Why the fuck can you get it for free?" Exactly. Exactly. You know? So you got like, It's not, not for free. Not, because not, because not because free. I yeah. Got because it, I'm but. dedicating. I've had to
1: buy a computer to to, 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 to use exclusively for but that.
0: But it's validating transaction. Uh, it's, well, it's, it's validating information. Validating transa- it's validating information. Yeah.
1: Okay. So to pull this back, so that's how that would work. Well,
0: it's fucking super weird, though. What if you just there's an infinite amount of computers, but I guess there's an increasing amount of people using crypto.
1: So, so that's the point. So, adoption currently, I, th- I think it's only something stupid, like 144 million people are using crypto or something. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a big amount. We've not even scratching the surface. I mean, the whole industry is worth, I think, as it currently stands, less than a, less than one, one trillion. Or
0: one. Yeah.
1: One, I mean, one trillion. Yeah. Uh, let me look at it now, quick. Anyway, we won't go into that. Anyone who wants to look at it, they can look at it themselves. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I'm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so that, yeah, it is a, it's a lot there, and maybe this one is a uh, to be continued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well,
0: and uh, that's fine with
1: more specifics, and maybe I can do pr- better prepared to answer that. But um, but essentially, I think it's going to unlock a whole new world fr- free of governments because essentially, governments are just holders of debt at the moment. They um, they are that's all they do, and all they do is push. Tax implication and burden onto on next generations and the generations after that. So I think more and more go- governments are going to fold, and more people are going to opt into these systems. Um, and as they do so, they're going to increase in value because yeah. now people are going to hang on a sec. I can do this, and now I can transact, and, and I can, and I can maybe even earn a living on it. So so like now people are mining who have dedicated their lives to it. Um, that's all they do.
0: It's certainly shaken things up, the decentralization topic, you know? Yeah, it's, a, it's It a, it's seems kind of like, uh, what, anarchist, kind of? Like, uh, the way, because then it's like, decentralize everything, decentralize this, decentralize yeah, look, that. Yeah, look, it seems
1: anarchist. I think if you're coming from a first world country, it seems anarchist. And, pretty and pretty I'm saying that
0: with no, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I, this I, is my ju- opinion or anything yeah, else. If you come from a
1: first world country, it does feel like that, because uh-huh. you guys are used to things working.
0: Yeah. If you come from
1: a third world country, where you literally have little faith in your government, okay, and and in the banking system, okay, it, it, it seems like a solution. So you look at people in Brazil now and in, uh, I think, Iraq. And, in, I mean, there's all these mm-hmm. places where people have adopted it and um, and now where they couldn't trade because uh, if they put their money in, in, now they can actually have a bank account and pay and deal with stuff.
0: But can they? Yeah. Is it usable in the uh, third world developing nations? If you've got
1: internet connectivity, okay, and a computer or a phone. You can transact. That's the simple, simple, simple simplicity of it.
0: I don't even understand the whole wallet thing. Essentially, yeah, a, wallet, a wallet is different than an account. You it's you an account. You purchase on an account, no, no. but then a wallet is an account,
1: but the difference is there's no, there is no third party who's verifying your account. That's what you've got to wrap your head around. So you uh-huh. have not got a third party. Who's the bank in America? That Give me the name of a bank. Whatever, of
0: Bank of America.
1: Bank of America, all right. Currently what's happening is you're saying, Bank of America, verify who I am yeah. and let me open an account with you. Uh-huh. Once you verify who I am, please, I'm going to pay you to take my money. Mm-hmm. Okay? And to keep my money. But I have to pay you and to, to protect keep my that. money. Okay? Then, then all you basically is paying them to say, hey, if I send money, make sure that... It goes to the right person. So if I send it, make sure you verify who I'm sending it to that isn't the right person. Yeah. Because if you stuff it up, you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. And if I receive money, please make sure I get my money.
0: That's okay? fair. And if I put too Now much all these insurances and stuff is, is coming a little bit clearer with these uh, examples. Yeah. So,
1: so now suddenly those people have to… But in a decentralized platform, the onus is on you to say, hey, if you're going to send money to my address, make sure you get the address right. Because if you send it mm-hmm. to the wrong address, there's no third party to come in and and, and reimburse you. Mm-hmm. So that's the only risk, and that's why adoption is slow now. But but even that, in the five years that I've been involved, now you've got what's called a handle. So now if you want to send me money, you're just going to say at full Panda, and you're going to send it, and boom, it's in my wallet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's nice and simple. It's not you know putting a ABC one one two J two two one capital J little B CC.
0: C, now t, we all t. know your account. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish it was it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and, um, and so it's going to become more user friendly again, as the technology advances, it's still in its infancy stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I think you're running out of time, eh?
0: Well, you too. No, I've got till four. Ah, that's right. <laughs> My that's kids
1: right. God. God, I'm still going.
0: Yeah. I got to go make a plan. Yeah. Well, it was good, man. Yeah. Good yeah. first podcast. Yeah.
1: I think it's good. It's, I think I went in a slightly well, different angle Hey than I man, we do what we want. <laughs> we do what we want. That's the
0: beauty. Yeah. And hopefully some people like it. Yeah, and if so, so then... Then we can uh, talk some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we can do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. We fucking assuredly will. Neither we of us is short will. on words. No, neither <laughs> of us. <We're> both, we <laughs> both
1: like talking. So, and I must be honest, so, like I started this earlier, I was going to say, so I like this idea yeah. of sharing information with people and because and, and, I get pretty deep. Like one of the other things I'm, I'm t- t- learning about at the moment is trying to... The practice of mindfulness, which I've been doing for a long time, but trying to like actually understand it and and focus it on attention and being purposeful and actually choosing what to spend my time on and what to do and then applying that to what businesses I want to do going forward. So, do I want to go back and put my my full time attention back into growing my business in South Africa or do I want to try and take advantage of this Mm -hmm. gold rush that's happening on social media and YouTube and try and find a bunch of people who want to continue to take part in the journey that we're going on and yeah and unpacking that and then you know, and, and, and we we kind of feed the feed the dragon by actually just saying, Okay, cool, we're getting positive feedback, let's carry on going.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's so well it's confusing and I got some thoughts on that, but I'm gonna share yeah. it with you and then we'll see if there's a good idea to have another podcast.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool, my man. Yeah, I'm sure. we're gonna have more. Yeah. I'm just saying
0: about this specific, the specific idea. Yeah, well, yeah, You yeah.
1: might have to say it and then just delete it out so we don't forget. Oh, no, hell no. recording. I'm gonna say thank you hugely. I'm gonna say this also talking about synchronicity. My mm-hmm. meeting of you when you pulled up on that on that back of that on the scooter and said hi, that was a, a low day for me in, in, yeah? in Bali. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm and glad I, I could I, make it a little bit
1: better. And I took it as a, as a, it, it was. A, it came at a great time. I think it was a, it, what people don't underestimate. Doing cool stuff is still hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Being away from the familiarities of home and your friends and family, no matter how, how much fun you're having and how beautiful the place you are in it's it's still challenging
0: yeah and
1: uh meeting cool people like you and like-minded people i think makes makes a big difference
0: that's great man i appreciate that that means a lot it was it was really cool how it all (laughs) came together you know and it and it was so easy but i i love doing that you know just saying hi making people smile and then sometimes you hit it off and it's cool
1: that is cool that is very cool
0: all right my man appreciate you you
1: You appreciate you all right cheers